What do we talk about on today's episode? Oh, this is a doozy. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not trained in psychology. I just learn a lot. And so I gave credit where credit was due. We broke down a Benjamin Hardy article that absolutely changed my life and literally the hundreds of people I've used it with and coached it through. And one of my favorite quotes from the show is the best way to predict the future is to create it. But we talk about the principles of change the principles of what Benjamin Hardy calls slow boiling, and then the things that you can do today, in this moment, today, that will give you what you want and help you be who you want to be a year from now, three years from now, or even 90 days from now, as long as you put them into practice. So I'm super excited to share this with you in the episode. I'm super excited for you to listen, and I'm going to shut up now so we can get into the show. So let's cue the intro. Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good. Because this is the Mind of George podcast, where relationships beat algorithms and depth is the only direction when it comes to ethically scaling your business. Each Monday and Friday, I'll be the guy between your ears in the hoodie and pink shoes guiding you home, giving you the tools to extract, honor, and amplify your genius so you can be the light for your customers. Sound fabulous? Cool. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Mind of George Show, where today's episode might be a little short because I just picked up my water bottle and it's empty. I picked up my smoothie bottle and it's empty and I picked up my coffee and it's empty. And with how fast I talk and how much I talk, normally I like to have something to drink. (laughs) But that's not your problem. That's mine. And it's also great that I'm really hydrated because that hydration is a choice that I make every day that I will thank myself for five to 10 years from now, which is what today's episode is about, which is what today's episode is about. So I've been in this big phase lately, like this phase of reflection and stillness and observation, this phase of like looking at the last 40 years of my life or 38 years of my life and looking at where I want to go, looking at what I've accomplished looking at what I have and looking at what I want and even reflecting back at all the things that got me to this point. And then I take all of that and I look at the students I have in our group coaching program, the Lighthouse Business Accelerator, my mastermind members that literally are like 5, 10, 20, 30 xing their life and their business. And they're all doing it without quote unquote strategies and tactics. They're doing it without the marketing things or the things like that. And I've been really reflecting as to how they're doing it. And they're doing it because we're working on them. We're being intentional. We're being crystal clear about taking actions every single day that will create the person, the life, or the result that they want to accomplish. I'm not sitting here saying, hey, here's what you should do to have your life. They tell me, here's what I want to do and here's what I want it to look like. And then we start designing and building it together and they take the action every day. And so I am a massive fan of personal development. I have a massive fan of positive psychology. I am a massive fan of consciousness work and the things that allow us to be responsible for who we are, where we are, and make choices to build our future self. And so today, I have two quotes to start the episode. Number one is from the man, Abraham Lincoln, who says, the best way to predict the future is to create it. And I love that. I love that because that's something that I struggled with forever. I used to sit there and wait for life to show up, right? I'm like, okay, I got it. I have a vision board. I have a dream board. It's on there. 
I'm going to sit and something's going to come get me. The thing is, is it never comes and gets you. Success doesn't catch you. You have to catch success, which is why I love that quote. And then the second one that I absolutely love, it says, anyone who isn't embarrassed of who they were last year probably isn't learning enough. From Elaine de de Botton. Anyone who isn't embarrassed of who they were last year probably isn't learning enough. And holy moly, I get embarrassed about who I was yesterday, even as a parent, right? Like I have a four-year-old and a 16-year-old and like, I'll like do something and my wife will catch me or she'll give me some coaching or some feedback. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I said that yesterday. Okay, got it, right? And it's a space of reflection. And so I want to give credit to where credit is due. There are some amazing human beings out there that help you and support you in building your future self. I have recommended their books a numerous amount. The two that come off the top of my head about today's podcast are Nicole LaPera, who is the holistic psychologist, and she wrote the book, Do the Work, and then Benjamin Hardy. Uh, I believe he's a behavioral psychologist, and then he has the book, Personality Isn't Permanent. And I was reflecting through my notes on an article that I read from Benjamin Hardy. And when did I read this? I read this thing uh, in August of last year. So almost a year ago. And it rings so true and I want to talk about it. And the article that he wrote was called How to Intentionally Slow Boil into Your Desired Future Self and Not Accidentally Become Someone Else. (laughs) And I love this. I love this. I tell people all the time, stop consuming other people's dreams because you're not going to like the results, right? Consuming their content, consuming their coaching, trying to execute their house, trying to copy their playbook without the foundations, the mechanics, or the why that's associated with yours. And I was just reviewing my notes today on this podcast and I pulled up the article and I was like, you know what? I could never summarize this article. I could never do it better justice than it was. And so I have it open in front of me and I'm going to go through it step by step with you and give you my narrative and my story on how it's related to me, how I use this in our mastermind with our coaching students, with my consulting clients, and how it almost always, and I mean always, gets them results. And so this concept of slow boiling, he starts with this quote. He said, slow boiling is basically how we can build ourselves into whoever we want to be. We've all slow boiled into the person we are now and we're actively slow boiling into someone. So when I hear that, what it means for me is like delayed gratification, right? So the choices that I make today, like at the beginning of the show and I talk about the water, my choice today to drink a copious amount of water to stay hydrated and then my choice to do it tomorrow is going to have a positive impact that I might not feel the result of for five years, 10 years, 15 years, right? Or it could even extend my length in this existential meat suit and it's only because I'm choosing to hydrate today and consistently hydrate and protect that that I have the benefit of that result potentially coming. The problem is that if I don't drink that water today and tomorrow and instead I replace it with soda, by the time the result shows up in my life, it's too late to make the adjustment because of the slow boil. And so you have to intentionally slow boil. And so what I love about this is he breaks down the principles of slow boiling. And so he says these are the principles that guide us into becoming the person that we become, right? So principle number one, 
all behavior is goal-driven, meaning every behavior that we engage in, that we partake in, is to create an outcome that we desire. Small things like going to the bathroom are driven by an outcome, but even some conscious behaviors like grabbing your cell phone without thinking about it is to produce an effect. So that's principle number one. Principle number two, human beings are drawn towards the future. And he says that it was long believed by psychologists that behavior was driven by our past, like one domino being toppled by the other. However, more and more researchers are coming to believe that it is actually each individual's view of their own future that drives everything they do. Your view of your own future drives everything that you do. And so, for example, in my future, I envision myself at 80 years old running outside and doing backflips with my grandkids or great-grandkids, probably grandkids, right? And so because I believe that future and I see that, I make choices with my health, my nutrition, and my water so that I can do that. But if I didn't see a future or didn't choose to see a future of health, I would make decisions that wouldn't get me there, okay? Principle number three. I love this one. You are not the same person you were five years ago. And quite frankly, I am not the same person I was a week ago, right? And we do this all the time, and I've done this with myself. It's common and lazy to assume that people don't change. We all change slowly over time, but we have to be willing to look at the period. Like, do we see the world the same way we did five years ago? Do you believe in exactly the same things? Do you want exactly the same things? And the answer is probably no. And so we're constantly changing. The question is, are we intentionally making changes or are we becoming the person that we don't want to become because we're allowing the outside world to dictate how we show up in the actions that slow boil into our future? So that was principle number three. Principle number four, your future self is a different version than your current self. Your future self is a different version of your current self. According to research by Dr. Hal Hirschfield, it's important and powerful to view your future self as a different person. Most people overly focus on the concerns of their present self to the detriment of their future self. Most people overly focus on the concerns of their present self to the detriment of their future self, right? So what does he mean by that? They overspend and overeat. They indulge in the desires of the current self. Your future self is going to want different things than your current self, and your future self is an acquired taste. You need to learn to want and focus on what your future self wants. And you do that by imagining and thinking now about who you want your future self to be. You have to let go of this belief that who you are right now is who you're destined or meant to be. Who you are right now is a byproduct of the choices that you've made to get into this moment. And who you become depends on you getting clarity on what you want it to look like and making choices that are empowering in that moment. And so that is principle number four. Principle number five, desires are trained and chosen, not innate. Desires are trained and chosen, not innate. You become what you incessantly desire. And most people believe their desires are innate. Not true. Your desires are trained over time. 
They are acquired and developed. We like what we're repeatedly exposed to. As Zig Ziglar said, your input shapes your outlook. In psychology, there's a concept known as self-signaling, which means that your identity is based in a large degree on your behavior. Your identity is built by your behaviors. Doing something once isn't usually enough to shift your identity, although it can be. Dr. BJ Fogg, who I know, and he's an amazing human being, uh, he is the world's leading expert on habit formation, has found that a single experience, if emotional enough, can create a new habit or addiction. Whether after one experience or repeated, if you do something enough times, you'll want it more and more. It will become a bigger part of your identity and thus a bigger part of your projected future. And so when we think about that, at some point in my life, I stopped fueling my interest in becoming a competitive athlete. At some point in my career, which I know when the career was, I stopped fueling my interest in cooking. And so at the result of that, ultimately, I desired something different, but I chose to desire something different. And then I made arrangements and agreements and things that shifted it. Now, when I decided to walk away from Civilized Caveman, it wasn't an overnight thing. For two to three years, it felt like a struggle. Like I didn't want to cook. I didn't want to do it. But I was always afraid to let it go because I didn't know what I would do. But it was the fear of letting it go that made it actually harder. It was the moment I was like, what do I want? I want something different. And I started taking actions to build something different that a different result came. So that principle is desires are trained and chosen, not innate. And then the last one, and boy, oh boy, does this one land for me on his last principle that Benjamin Hardy writes in this article, is whoever we become, we will justify it. From each person's vantage point, their own goals, interests, and desires are justifiable. But they should also be questioned. Maybe what you want right now is something you shouldn't want. At the end of the day, it all depends on the outcomes you want. But if you want certain outcomes, you will probably have to change your current desires and instead acquire the desires that will produce your desired outcomes. And I'll keep using health because Benjamin uses a health example in here. If you want to be healthy and fit, you need to outgrow your desires for junk food and you can. You just need to train that desire and ultimately change your identity. If you have a desire to run a marathon, well, really easy. You have to outgrow your desire to sit on the couch and watch Netflix and you have to change your behaviors. So if you start running for five minutes a day, it will become consistent and you'll build momentum to go to eight minutes a day and 10 minutes a day and then it will be easier to choose running than it is Netflix. Rather than trying to justify your desires, which puts you on the defensive and closes your mind, be open. Be open to the idea that you could be wrong. Be open to the fact that you could have and want something better and always be learning. And so the way that he breaks this down, I just think is huge in understanding our inputs as a human being and understanding what goes into our results and our behavior change. And so these principles that he has, I believe there's six of them. I'll read them to you again. These are the principles of us making behavior changes in our life to have different results. So number one is all behavior is goal-driven. Number two, human beings are drawn toward the future. Number three, you're not the same person you were five years ago. Number four, 
Your future self is a different person than your current self. Number five, desires are trained and chosen. They are not innate. Number six, whoever we become, we will justify it. And so when we think about that, when we think about those principles, now that we understand that those principles exist, we get to take actions every day utilizing those principles to create a different result, to create a different result. And one of the things I talk about on this podcast all the time is I talk about celebrating wins because momentum creates different wins. And so if I think about myself in five years, where do I see myself? I see myself with a thousand podcast episodes. I see myself with 10,000 five-star reviews, with the guests of my dreams that have been on the show, and literally hundreds of millions of people listening to this podcast. That's where I envision myself in five years. And I'm crystal clear that that's what I want to happen. And one of those things, let's say 10,000 reviews, is that I need reviews for that to happen. And currently, we have 195. And so what am I going to do right now? I'm going to read you a couple reviews, and then I'm going to ask you to review the show if you haven't reviewed the show. Because these choices that I'm making in this moment are going to have an input on my future self that are going to help me get the results that I desire that are going to ultimately make that a reality because I see that as a possibility. And so let me pull some up. I didn't pull some up before the show today because I was being kind of lazy and this was kind of a last minute. I want to talk about this today, but here we go. I'll just read two or three. George is great. The title is A Servant's Heart. I first heard him as a guest on another one of my favorite podcasts and instantly followed him on Instagram and subscribed to his podcast because he was that good. But not only that, I shared his content with my followers because they need to hear it. And he reached out to me with a video just like he said he would in the podcast. And I heard with him as a guest. I love that. And I do remember that video. Uh, Life-changing. Thank you for keeping it real and sharing your strengths and weaknesses. You are changing lives and you're here for it. I'm here for it. And then I have, uh, this is an amazing podcast. So I wanted to listen to a few podcasts before I wrote a review. I like to research and experience enough to feel informed. And after listening to about five episodes, I've come to the conclusion that I love this podcast. I really vibe with everything George is saying. I'm an early business owner and he talks about gems, people, serious nuggets of wisdom every episode. Thank you, eRoller21. Thank you to everybody who left a review. And if you are listening to this and to tie this into today's episode, you leaving a review helps me stay crystal clear in my vision of who I want to become which is the exact thing that we're talking about today. So if you have not left a review for this podcast, please do. Please share your experience. Please share your takeaway. Please share it so I can read it, so I can learn from it, so I can answer your questions. And if you would, please share the episode with your friends as well. And so now let's move from what the principles are that Benjamin Hardy talks about in this article into how to intentionally slow boil yourself and your desired self. And so let's just so you guys know, the article that I'm referencing is on Medium from Benjamin Hardy. It's free. It's called How to Intentionally Slow Boil into Your Desired Future Self. And like I said at the beginning, go find Benjamin Hardy, go read his books, go read these articles. I just had to talk about this on the show because it's so prevalent and I get hit with this all the time. Like, George, I'm not where I want to be. And I was like, great, well, what's one thing we can do differently? And they're like, I don't know, I can't do anything. And you have to take different actions. Like you have to run a different race. I'm not trying to make this like 
boring or silly or, or, or any of it. I'm trying to simplify the fact that it's really, really easy that we don't make these massive swings, right? You can't turn a ship on a dime. It takes a minute. You have to be intentional. If you're flying across the country and you change your destination, you don't snap your fingers and you're there, you change the direction. You start heading in that direction. And it's no different for us, whether it's our relationship results, our health results, our business results, our marketing results. It's us having a relationship with what's showing up in front of us and then making a choice to change the input to have a potentially different result. And so what Benjamin says here, and uh, I'm going to read them what he has here and give my notes on them because they are so huge. And he even prefaces it. Here's a small and incomplete list of strategies for deciding and becoming a specific future version of yourself. Small and incomplete. Why? Because these are all tools. But ultimately, whatever ones you use are the ones that you have to go into. You have to pick one and use it. And when you use it, it will become effective. You might not like all of them. You might not like any of them. But regardless, you have to pick something. And you have to decide who you want to be. And then you have to start building it every single day. And so he says, step number one, and not in any particular order, recognize that your future self will be different. So rather than assuming that your future self is the same person as you are today, acknowledge that they will be different. They will be a different person. They will see the world differently. They'll want different things. They'll have different priorities and habits. So step one is becoming aware that who you are right now is amazing. It got you here. But who you're going to become is going to be very differently. And you get to choose what that looks like. You get to sculpt what that becomes. Step number two. Imagine and design your future self. I just talked about this in the last episode when I talked about having a vivid vision. Albert Einstein said, imagination is more important than knowledge. Imagination is how you learn. It's a skill that is usually stamped out of kids as they age. But the most successful people in the world are the most imaginative. And the only way to predict your future is by imagining what you want and then proactively committing to your future. And here's what I would say. These are my thoughts on this. For years, I was trapped in this is who I am. This is who I am. And so when I was trying to envision who I wanted to become, I was doing it with my current level of thinking. And I just kept repeating the same behavior. But once I realized and accepted that I could be different, that I could have different things, it opened up this creative possibility for me to see different, to dream different. I'll do a podcast on this eventually, but we talk about this in our mastermind, our group coaching about dream storming and it's really being playful. And I ask my kids all the time, my six-year-old, my four-year-old, when I am building out my dream or my vision, I ask them for their input because their imagination and creativity helps get me clarity and see possibilities that I didn't see. So your level of consciousness as a person is based on your developed skill and ability to imagine and create different futures. Confidence is the ability to see something in your mind and create it. So the question is, are you being a creator in who you become as a person? Do you care about yourself enough to create yourself into someone better? And so when you literally take a look back, like I said at the beginning of this in that quote, anyone who isn't embarrassed of who they were last year probably isn't learning enough. And what that means is taking a peek back and being like, God, when I look back, I love this. I love that I did this. I love this part about me. I want more of it and I'm going to bring it into the future. And then you look back and you're like, God, there's some of that stuff I don't ever want to do again. Yeah, I really don't like that. And like, awesome. 
So what's a behavior that would give you something different? And then you add that and you start working towards that every single day. And Benjamin's words are so eloquent, they like cut through my soul, which is why I just pulled up his article and I'm giving him all the do, go read it, go do it. The way that he says it, he references the actress Lily Tomlin. Looking back in her life and career, she stated, I always wanted to be somebody, but now that I re- now I realize I should have been more specific. Who do you want your future self to be? And don't play small with this. Do you want them to be a millionaire, a highly successful entrepreneur, a spiritual leader, a devoted or family person? The key here, the key here, whether it's Vivid Vision from Cameron Harold, whether it's Bo Eason's book, There's No Plan B for Your A Game, whether it's the book Relentless and Winning by Tim Grover, whether it's what Benjamin is saying right here, you need to get as specific as you can because your view of the future is the thing shaping everything you're doing here and now. I can't tell you what your dream life looks like. I can't tell you what your dream house looks like. I can't tell you what your relationship looks like, who you are as a mother or a father. Only you can. And what you have to trust is your ability and confidence to declare it true and then put the action in to build it. You're the sculptor. You're the creator. Only you can get that clarity. So get specific and give it texture though. Give it texture. Like, you're like, oh, I want to be this. Like, no, tell me what you really want to do. What house do you want to live in? What does it look like? What does it smell like? What clothes are you wearing? You want to be a good father? Well, what does it look like? Is it three hours a day of quality time because that's your kid's love language or you're hiking, fishing, and spending time in nature? Or is it doing art projects? Like, I want you to envision it. I want you to take your glasses off, take the lens of the world off right now and put some future lenses on. And you're like, I'm going to close my eyes with these lenses and I'm going to paint the picture. I'm going to make a virtual reality world of exactly what I want my life to look like. And I want you to describe it. I want you to give it texture, feeling, use all of your senses and make it as real as possible because the moment you see it, you can then find where you are and start building the pieces to put it into practice. Step number three, your future self is your responsibility. Who you become in the future is your own responsibility. No one else's. The future is your property. But if you don't take ownership over your future, then someone else will. And I love that he says this. I say this and he says it so much more eloquently. We live in a world of extreme marketing and influence. And you are currently being slow boiled as we speak. Even with this article or in your case, even with this podcast. The question is... Does this article or this podcast help you achieve your goals? If not, then it's taking you some other way. Now, going some other way may be good if it's elevating your future self, although it could be diminishing it. The core point here is who you become in the future is your responsibility and it is entirely 100% up to you. Whatever you become, that's on you. In 10 years from now, you'll be someone. Are you going to randomly end up there based on whatever culture, media, marketing, influence, your friends, socioeconomics, or paradigm you have? Or are you going to curate your own experiences and become who you want to become? And I say this to you all the time. If listening to this podcast isn't helping you, then why are you listening? Be intentional about what you consume, right? But here's what I'll tell you. Six hours on Instagram looking for inspiration isn't building your future self, Listening to songs and books about conspiracy theories and fear and validation collection isn't changing anything. It's cementing it in further. You have to be intentional about everything that you're doing. 
including when you don't feel like it, including when you're in the middle of the best business of your life and it all gets ripped up and you lose everything and you move and you want to quit and you're depressed. I've been there. I've been there. But I don't have to choose that moment. I can choose a different action that moment that will create a different result that comes down the road. Matthew McConaughey talks about this in his book, Greenlight, and I love it because as an actor, delayed gratification is the thing. It's funny, by the time they win their award for the movie, they're normally filming another one. So they have to give their all in that movie and not know if it worked with that delayed gratification, but they still give their inputs knowing like this input, this scene, this line, this practice is going to create the best character to have the best chance to win the award. And then they make adjustments. And so your future self is your responsibility. And my favorite part of this article is this very last section. And this last section is how we're going to end this episode. This last section is how to fuel your desire, how to fuel your desire. So when you decide who you want to be, you must fuel that desire because if you don't, it will fade. See, I say this, I just read this book, Winning by Tim Grover. I've been saying this a long time. You can win your success or you can win your goal for the day, but the moment you go to bed, it goes away and you have to get it back. And you have to chase it every single day because there is no finish line. Like you don't catch it and keep it. You catch it, it escapes, and you got to catch it again. You catch it, it escapes, you got to catch it again. And you got to keep going. So how do you fuel your desire? He's got 12 ways, 12 ways. And I'm going to read them all to you and I'm going to be quick with them because he's quick with them and I want you to do this. Number one, publicly committing to what you want. No more hiding. Tell your friends, tell your family members, tell your best friends, tell social media, get crystal clear and tell everybody to hold yourself accountable. Number two, change your environment to match your goals. Remove all the inputs that clearly contradict or distract from your chosen future self. Replace your inputs and habits with ones that will lead to your chosen future self. If you want to quit drinking alcohol, you stop going to the bar. If you want to stop eating out at restaurants, you stop eating out at restaurants. If you want to start running, go join a running group, right? If you tell me you want to start running and you join a video game or group, it's not going to work. And so you have to change your environment. Number three, get accountability and mentoring to support you. The more accountability you have, the more consistent you'll be. And I'm going to say this, get into our Lighthouse Business Accelerator program or get into our mastermind. DM me on Instagram and let me know. I will support you. You're the athlete. You're the gold medalist. And the point of having people in your corner are your allies to hold you accountable to what you want and to pull you, push you, support you, guide you, whenever you lose that fuel or that desire to keep you going so you can build it. Number four, I love this one from him. Invest money into your goal and education, experiences, and relationships that will help you become your future self. One thing Benjamin Hardy talks about in his book, Personality Isn't Permanent, is investing in the level of your future self. Because if you invest in the level of where you are, you'll get more of where you are. Invest in the level of your future self and you will become that person. Number five, write and affirm your dreams every single morning. Number six, take action first thing in the morning on your future self. Do what your future self would do. Say what your future self would say. Number seven, quickly recover when you quote unquote fail. 
Of course, we're all going to make mistakes. Of course, we're going to have off days. We're not going to feel our best. But the quicker we recover, i.e., the quicker we get up and take another action for our future self and take another action for our future self, the faster it comes. So for me, I had to stop protecting my ego about being right all the time. And I'm like, oh, you're right. Thank you for the feedback. I'll do it differently. Oh, I could do that better. And you learn from it. You take it, you make an adjustment, and you grow. And that's the best place to be. Number eight, celebrate small victories daily. There are wins in your life every day, even if the only win you can find is the fact that you got to take a breath when you had that thought. That is a win. Celebrate all of them. Number nine, measure your progress daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and yearly. Number 10, have specific goals that you're actively creating. Number 11, refine the goals every 30 to 90 days. And number 12, every 90 days, continue refining yourself and your process. Every 90 days, you'll see that you're no longer the person you once were. And quite frankly, this is exactly what we do with our members in the Lighthouse Business Accelerator and GB Masterminds. All of this, getting crystal clear on where you want to go, having the daily practices to do it. We require you to post a win every single day. You write an accountability contract to get clear on what you want to do. You can iterate it as you go. We support you in momentum. Like This is what the right group of people have for you. And I will tell you that the most important thing that you can do for your success is get crystal clear on what you want it to look like, tell the people that will hold you accountable, and be seen and be with them even when you don't want to so that we can help guide you to where you want to go. Do not be around people that say, oh, it's okay, or you don't have to. No, be around people that challenge you. You're going to change the world. If you're listening to this podcast, you already are. You're a bright fucking light in the world. And we have to shine it brighter. And there's days that you're not going to be able to. And that's what community gives you. That's what team gives you. That's why this podcast exists. That's why I pour everything into it. That's why we have what we have to have. But I'm going to tell you right now that in this moment, in this day, you can make a choice the moment you're done listening to this that will give you everything that you've ever wanted and desired a couple years from now when you keep choosing it over and over and over and over and over again. And so I had to do this. This article changed my life after I read his book years ago, and I've been doing this work for a long time. And really, success is boring because it can all be predicted. Get crystal clear. Put this into action. Put this into momentum. Keep building your future self. Keep listening to the show. Join a group of people that support you and see what your potential and hold you there. Stay in momentum. Grow. Adjust. Reiterate. Go again. Go again. Go again. Do everything in your power today that your future self would do, and you'll thank yourself a couple years from now. So thank you, Benjamin Hardy, for writing this amazing article and content and being like the top medium writer ever, and thank you for your amazing book as always. Uh, For those of you, this was an article that Benjamin Hardy wrote, but like I said, it was articulated better than I ever could. So please make sure you go check out Benjamin Hardy. I highly recommend his book personality isn't permanent. I also highly recommend Nicole LaPera's book, Do the Work from the Holistic Psychologist. And I highly recommend that you DM me on Instagram and say, George, I'm in. Or what about this? Or I'm doing this and this is who it is. I want to hear from you. I want you to tell me who you're building, what you're doing, how we can support. We can support you on Instagram. My team can support you. We can support you on the podcast. We can support you in the group. You can support you at our live event. Or we can just support you in spirit when you tell us and we go check your Instagram. But I want you to tell me, what is it that you want to do? Who is it that you want to be? And what are you doing today to do it? 
So I can't wait to hear from you. I love you all. Remember that relationships will always beat algorithms. I will either see you in the next episode or you'll hear me in your earballs. But either way, it's time to cue the outro. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Mind of George Show. Please make sure you subscribe on your favorite channel that you listen to, whether it's in the car, on your run, or in front of the television. Make sure you leave a review to help other people know how much you love the show and quite frankly, help me know how much you love the show because I read them all. And if you want five-minute daily insider nuggets on business, marketing, leadership, mindset, or any other tool that you would need to build and scale your company, make sure you register for my invite-only newsletter. I call it the Lightkeeper Lessons. I hold nothing back here and I share everything that works for me, my friends and mentors, and thousands of my students around the world to thrive in life and keep our lighthouses shining brightly. We will eventually be charging for this, but for now, for you, because you're listening to the podcast, it's free. So if you want to sign up, go to www.lightkeeper.club, fill out the application, and then check your inbox because it's magic. You actually have to open the emails to get the gifts inside. Otherwise, you can get access to my Relationships Beats Algorithms Facebook community and other free resources on the website. So just go to www.mindofgeorge.com and I'll see you in the next episode.